Hey y'all, this is Randy and you are listening to Situationships, the podcast where black millennials share stories about dating and relationships. Randy. On this episode, we have a woman in her late 20s sharing a story about the first time she brought her now fiance home to meet her Nigerian parents. And as an FYI, the next episode, you'll hear a story from her better half, who we're calling Jacob, tell one of his stories about their love. Stay tuned. So, hey, girl. Hey. How you doing? Fine. How are you? Good. Good. Awesome. So, I hear that you have a story to tell us today. I do have a story to tell everyone today. Well, please proceed. So, I'm going to tell you about the time that, uh, well, actually the time when I brought Jacob home to meet my parents. And Jacob is who? My fiance. Okay. Your fiance, boo. My fiance, boo. Yes. Um, and I'm telling the story because... Um, I think it's it's funny, and also looking at it in hindsight, I'm like, I should have known that. I was doing the most. So um, just a little bit of background. I'm Nigerian, and so I'm also the first daughter. I'm the oldest. So, like, the concept of dating and, like, bringing that home to my parents was like, mm-mm, mm-hmm. no, it's not happening. <laughs> so um, Jake was actually the first person that I brought home – well, the first real boyfriend that I brought that's, home. That's significant. Yes. So I was like super nervous. Super nervous. How long have you guys been together? So we've been together. It'll be almost five years in February. When he brought, when you brought Jacob home, it had been five years? No, I brought him home. It was, um, we were like five months in. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. But I mean, we, my dad actually met him a year prior. We were we were just friends at that point, mm-hmm. but we were like it was like a friend. We went to the beach. We all went to the beach. My friends, my parent, my um, my dad, my siblings came down, and so they met okay. at that point. But it wasn't like we were together. Yeah, together, we were right, together. Right. It was like I, you know, I like him. Got you. Okay. So um, that kind of thing. So this was like the official day. Got you. So leading up to that day. I was, I told my parents about it, of course. I was like, I really like this guy. I want you guys to meet him. And my dad's like, oh, okay, great. My dad's super, like, super chill, Mm -hmm. super, like, he meets everybody. He loves everybody. Unless you, like, you have to be a really big jerk to, like, get on my dad's bad side. My mom was kind of like, okay. (laughs) (laughs) All right. I was like, thank you for setting the tone. Okay. So, um. I was like, okay, great. What's gonna happen? We're gonna have a barbecue. You know, let's make this something that's gonna be fun. You know, so it's not it's like, you know, right, formal hey. and stuffy. Exactly. So, um, also leading up to that day, I asked like my close girlfriends, I was like, listen, what are you guys doing this weekend? Do you guys wanna go back home with me to go, you know, take Jacob to, you know, meet my parents mm-hmm. kind of thing? There's gonna be food. And so they were like, sure, sure, well, no problem. And so I didn't just ask one friend. I didn't just ask <laughs> two. I asked three of my closest girlfriends. So you brought a posse. I brought a whole team for <laughs> unnecessary moral support. Um, so they were like, all right, cool, we'll go. 
driving in the car, get in the car, and um, he's like, oh, well, let me go get some flowers. And I'm like, you gonna, I'm thinking in my head, you're going to get some flowers from the store? Like, I'm not going to know those are just from the store. Like, right. I'm thinking all of this stuff before, and I'm already on level 10. So I'm like, all right, go ahead. So finally he comes back, and he um, comes to the kitchen, and my mom's sitting in the kitchen doing whatever. And I'm like, Mom, this is Jacob. Jacob, this is my mom, so-and-so. And my mom was like, I was looking at her face, like, what's she going to say? And she's like, hi, how are you? Gabe took the flowers. That's so nice. And I kind of just, like, walked away because I was like, mm, let me let this right, right. Just have let it marinate. Right. And I went over to my girlfriends. My girlfriends were like, just calm down. Just calm down. And I was like, okay. So then, um, you know, we were just sitting there having a good conversation. Like my parents were just cooking and getting stuff ready for the barbecue. Mm-hmm. And he was sitting down, and then he went to stand up. And, you know, he it's the summertime. So cargo shorts, he wasn't wearing a belt. And I was, my parents are very old-fashioned oh. and very, like, you know, so his pants were like, sag- yeah, they were sagging a little bit. And I was like, pull your pants up. Like, just, you know, if my girlfriend, get it together. Pulled, my girlfriend pulled me to the side and was like, girl, <laughs> calm that ass down. Okay. <laughs> you are doing the most. You need to chill. You're making him very nervous. Yeah. And, you know, like, he's okay. Yeah. Your parents are fine. And I was like, you know what? Y'all, 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 okay. I'm going to calm down. And th- from that moment on, I did not. I was just chill. I relaxed. Yeah. You know, I feel like my parents, like, really embraced him, you know, and he was in there having conversation. My dad was, like, you know, talking his ear off about sports and stuff. So he was in his own element. So it was fun. And then what made it even better was my brother. Uh-huh brought his then girlfriend to meet the family that same day oh snap your so, parents were overwhelmed yes. but then that's how i was like Ooh, so it's all right me. exactly <laughs> thank you hi crystal how are you right nice to meet you right. okay yeah so um so it was really really fun and we ended up having like a, re- a really great time and my parents still to this day of course from that moment just embrace him and still love him so it's it was all that unnecessary, like, yeah. leading up to that one day of, like, and now looking back, like, girl, he could have just chilled. It was okay. Look how all that turned out. But now it's a funny story that I get to yeah. tell. So That's yeah. so beautiful because, again, you guys are five years in. Yes. And you got, he, he put a ring on he it. He put a ring on and it. And when is your date? It is in July, July 8th. Nice. So, so excited. Awesome. Yes, the stress of planning. Too, I know. I know, so. girl. Well, actually, I don't know, but I'm sure. (laughs) I'm sure it's real. So let's segue into the next segment that I like to call asking for a friend. Okay. And so it's just a couple of general questions to get your opinion on things all related to black millennial dating and relationships. So first we have, speaking of put a ring on it. First, how important was getting the right ring, like, quote, unquote, right ring? Hmm. I don't necessarily think it was that important to me personally. I we never really talked about what type of ring I wanted or, you know, how much what size it should be or anything mm-hmm. like that. I just wanted the ring. <laughs> so I was just reiterating the fact that I wanted a ring and that need to happen right. sooner than later. Right. So when I saw the ring or when you look at the rings like on online and try to get an idea of what it looks like, it can look completely different than when it's you know when it's on your finger. Yeah. So you have to also take that into consideration. But I trusted him enough to make that decision mm-hmm. and 
thankfully I was like, I wish and I hope that he really um uh, brings my sisters in and brings yeah, their opinion yes. because they know me the best as well. So um he did. He okay, did great. he really he's really, smart. Yes just was like this you think this is a you know good size do you like does she you think she'll like this and all that behind the scenes so that was taken care of but i was just trying to get to the point of when is this ring gonna come well let's explore that a little more so what were what was the conversation what were those conversations like Um, and did it happen over a course of time or it did i think i was really really pressuring it just um he's a little younger than i am I mean, about two years. I mean, That's it's not, not much, really, but like, yeah. It's not much. But I figured at that point in his life, he was still trying to, like, figure himself out to some extent. But um, I was like, listen, I know what I want, and I'm not playing these Amen, games. Amen, girl. So we about two, three years. Two and a half, three years. So what are, where are we going? Right. So it was those kind of, you know, conversations in the beginning around that time, like a two, like two and a half year mark. And then, um, you know, we moved. I moved out of state. Mm-hmm. So I was like, really, like, bruh. <laughs> <laughs> we not going to do is do this, like, across state lines for the right. two, three years. Right. So what is your plan? Right. And then he was like, no. I like I want to marry you. Yeah, this is going to happen. Just trust the process is going to be coming. I'm just sitting here like <laughs> waiting. <laughs> okay, so um, yeah, so that I think you really just have to know set clear expectations. What it is that you really want? And yeah, stick to it. Like yeah. I've seen it happen. You know, in favor. You know, um. Some people, it works in their favor, mm-hmm. and some relationships, it's like, all right, this is a deadline, and then you really know that that person's just not yeah, with it at yeah. all, so it's time to go, time to leave. But thankfully, it worked out for me. Awesome. That's so. really good advice, because I think a lot of times women set these boundaries or standards for themselves and yeah. let them slip and slide away, because they, they like, oh, want the man. Right. Yeah. Right. Oh, he's not, he's not, you know, he's He's, he's getting himself together. Exactly. He, knows what he wants and so girl I feel like if you can he say that again knows that he wants you he will make that happen amen so whether or not the actual marriage comes you know next year you know taking those next steps or at least knowing that he wants to put a ring and some people genuinely want to have like the right ring mm-hmm, right mm-hmm. so they don't want to just give you right any old thing yeah right you know right. a ring pop and that's so, fair yeah so they want to give you something that you feel is like oh you can be proud of right. and they can be proud of as well right so that's another consideration but it's not like the only yeah you know yeah. thing so okay and so moving into the next question how much do you share with your friends and family about your relationship oh and God. do you think that is going to change once you get married so um in the beginning of the relationship i was like i really kept my friends like abreast of what was going not necessarily what was going on but i feel like we have a tendency to share like some of the bad things and mm-hmm. not all the good and yeah then that also kind of skews their view on right. your significant other so i just am talking to my sister i would just at some point in the relationship maybe around the two year mark when i was really starting to get serious i finally just like really confided in my sister and was mm-hmm. just like she's she's also um, wise beyond her years and mm-hmm. she's also really good at giving advice and you know not listening and not giving them no, no, with no judgment so right. um, she just was like I would advise you know you to just kind of keep your friends out of your relationship yeah. and I think it's important because <clears throat> 
like, like I said, one of the things is that people will always kind of remember that one bad thing and kind of have the tendency to forget all the good and not really, they don't even know the good sometimes. Right, right. So um, you have to be cautious of that. And it's just like, it's just you and that person. I yeah, feel like yeah. you guys have to work that out at the end of the day. And especially if you're talking to a single friend. Ooh, girl. That bitterness sometimes creeps yes. in. Yeah. 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 So you have to be really mindful of that. And you don't want to take any of that home with you. Right, right. And that could destroy your relationship. So yeah. just, I think it's really important to keep that, um, those discussions between you and your partner. Yeah, yeah. 100%. I think that's a really good, that's a really yes. good way to go about it. Yeah. Um, and so last, but most importantly. Yeah. How did you know he was the one? How did I know he was the one? Oh, man. So it was a combination of if he passes the family test, oh, I know that he is the one. But I knew leading up to that point. One of the things I can say about him is that he is a loyal friend. And we really started off as friends before we went into mm-hmm. um, becoming a, and you know, made it official. So I already knew that like, he would bend over backwards for his friends and for those he, he loves dearly. And I really appreciate that he, you know, continues to push, you know, everyone that's around him to do better, to excel, to want more for themselves. Um, and he's a constant coach and a pusher for me to this day. So, um, but I think it was a combination of really um, us just developing as friends and developing that core relationship. And I was like, I, I, I love you. Aww. Like, you're my... I, I really do. So, yeah, you I want to marry you. <laughs> so, uh, and then I was like, well, you know, my parents love you. My family loves you. Yeah. Like this, you know, this, this could be forever. <laughs> so um, I think I think that's one thing. And not um, if you if some people don't have that uh, or don't have the opportunity to develop that relationship beforehand. And not mm-hmm. to say that that doesn't that deters your relationship but that destroys your relationship anyway but i think it's one of the things that really helped make our get our relationship to this point and one of the things that really helped me to see him in a different light and really to know that this is the man for the rest for me for the rest of my life so um yeah so i think it's definitely it was definitely what really brought it home was bringing him home and being like oh he's in the mix like this is it this is it this is i love him and my family loves him we're going to be together forever. Yes. That's so sweet. All the black love feelings. All the black love feelings. Got me over here feeling lonely AF. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. (laughs) One thing I can say is I give advice just in your singleness. Like it's, it's, I wouldn't say it's a luxury, but this is like a really great time. Mm -hmm. And even though in the time it's like, but I feel like you have the opportunity to just develop your, as, as, developing yourself and just find out what it is that you truly want in in your mate and just kind of do everything that you want to do before adding another person and their expectations for you know what you should be doing or what you guys should be doing in a relationship just have that time and enjoy your freedom i think that's really i think that's great advice because i mean i don't think the people on the podcast know this yet but i've actually never been in a relationship and so I think it wasn't until recently that mm-hmm. I've realized that a relationships are really, really hard and extreme <laughs> and adding 
another person, having to be considerate of another person in every decision you make and everything you, that you do is a lot. And I have mm. the luxury of worrying about my damn self. And I said, hello, hello. <laughs> you can, I tell you, when you, uh, you can be in your apartment. You can worry about just feeding yourself. If you want to eat just a boiled egg and some cereal and go to bed, I'm not speaking from personal experience, <laughs> but if that's what you want to do, you have the right to do it, but you don't have to worry about, oh my gosh. What's he going to eat? All right, so I got to go and find. So we got to get two of these. I got to get two and for groceries. You, you don't have to think about that. And not that that's a bad thing at all. I enjoy it at this point in our relationship. I look forward to it. And I do think about it. It's just something that's second nature. I'm like, okay, what are we going to eat? Yeah. What are we going to eat? Right. He's not going to be okay with an egg and cereal like I would, you know, and a glass of orange juice. So I, you, you, you just, it's, it's something that, Looking back, I'm like, oh, man, I should have really enjoyed those moments where I was just eating eggs, egg, <laughs> cereal, right. and ice cream, right. and sitting in my pajamas, you know, watching television in my, like, just by myself, right. or, you know, enjoying those moments with myself. So um, those times when you can really just, like, develop in your singleness um, yeah. is, I think, is really valuable to make you and to prepare you for, you know, um, just already knowing exactly what you want and being at that level so you're not developing while you're in a relationship right 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 you don't want that that's (laughs) because that person trying to go do this and you trying to figure out you and go this is just too much no i definitely i definitely see that well that is great advice absolutely thank you again for being on my podcast we appreciate you and this is great bye bye Thanks for listening to this episode of Situationships. If you like this episode, please leave a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts. If you have a story you'd like to share on the podcast, hit me up at situationshipspod at gmail.com. Be sure to follow the podcast on Instagram at situationshipspod. And lastly, be the first to know about podcast news. Sign up at situationshipspodcast.com.